we're going to hear um, the story of Christmas through the words of three shepherds. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken whilst Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and whom was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in the manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you, in in this day... In the city of David, a saviour who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you, and you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child laying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured these, all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The word of the Lord. Thank you. <coughs> and we're going to leave our human nativity scene up while we reflect a bit on the the meaning behind that. I have a gift. Here's my gift. It's all neatly wrapped up. I wonder if someone wants to take off the first layer of wrapping. Yeah, Jasmine, do you want to do that? I wonder what could be inside. Tinny, you can help. Okay. <laughs> it's a team effort now. There we are. Mum and Dad's heads are in their hands right now. I help with it. Oh wow. Okay. It's something from Amazon. Right. Hang on. <laughs> what could be in the box. 
Oh, there's just another box. But I think we should think about the gift the shepherds brought for a second. So I have another gift which we'll unwrap a bit more in a second. But I'm just going to put this on the floor. Brilliant. Do you want to go back to Daddy for now? <laughs> so in our first box, let's think about the shepherds. Um, now, the shepherds were really interesting people because the shepherds spent all their time, as you might imagine, on the hills um, tending sheep. Um, and, and yet the angel appeared to the shepherds and said, Come and see. Um, come and see this wonderful thing that's happening um, in the stable. And do you know what was amazing about this was that the shepherds weren't clever people, or or by stereotype, they weren't clever people. They were unlikely to be wealthy people. In fact, they were probably seen as a bit strange. They were probably seen as as, as some outcasts um, in, in society. And yet an angel appeared to these non-clever, non-rich outcasts in society and said, come and see. The invitation was made to the shepherds. And in contrast to the wise men who bought free gifts, and what were they? Okay, well, okay, that's good. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh, thank you. Um, in contrast to the wise men who bought these free gifts, the shepherds didn't come with any gifts except themselves. And sometimes we might feel at Christmas that we don't have much to give. We might not feel we have, you know, the ability to offer much to God. But actually, Jesus, God invited the shepherds to come and behold the wonder of the birth of his son. And the shepherds had nothing to bring Jesus except except themselves. But still they came. So the shepherds bought themselves. Let's open this again. Right. Well, is there someone at the back? I've seen a lot of hands. Uh, <laughs> yes, I don't know you, but come on up. I'll stop moving around, Dan. What's your name? Oliver. Oliver. Welcome, Oliver. It's great to see you. Now, do you want to take off that next layer of wrapping? Okay. Keep going. Oh, there we are. If I hold the box, then you can take off the rest of it. There we are. Fantastic. Thank you, Oliver. You can go back to Mummy now. Thank you, Oliver. So I wonder what's in this box. In this box just seems to be another box. But before we come to this next box, I wonder what the next gift we might think about at Christmas might be. And we started with it this morning. We started to think about that Christmas truce which happened um, in No Man's Land in 1914. And that was an amazing um, event um, to happen at Christmas time. And do you know, um, letters have been released recently, um, and they've been in the papers over the last few days, um, that give the soldier's perspective on the Christmas truce. And one soldier's letter to his mother starts... Dearest Mother, I have seen one of the most extraordinary sights. Isn't it a powerful thing that this message of Christmas has caused war and conflict to pause? 
And in John's Gospel, we find the verse, the peace I give, that's Jesus, is a peace the world cannot give. And, and, on, that, and on that Christmas in 1914, when war ceased and a fragile peace ensued, even for a time, we see what Jesus is talking about. Only the peace Christ brings can intervene to change our hearts and minds. And the amazing thing was that in that Christmas truce of 1914, um, the amazing thing was the contrast. One moment, war and conflict and bloodshed, and the next moment, peace and football and carols. And that's where we get the carol silent night. Um, well, that's where it was prolifically sung. So the shepherds brought themselves. The soldiers, for a while, brought peace. I wonder what's in our next box. You had your hand up, beautiful. Okay, do you want to unwrap that? What's your name, by the way? Jaden. Welcome, Jaden. Thank you, Jaden. I wonder what's in this box. Oh, in this box is a wrapped gift. But I wonder, before we get to what I think is our final gift, where I think there might be something inside that we can discover, I wonder if we can think about ourselves. We've thought about the, sol- we've thought about the shepherds. We've thought about the soldiers. But I wonder if now we can think about what we might bring um, to Jesus this Christmas time. And we have um, some post-it notes and some pens, and, um, and if you'd like to volunteer to help Ian distribute them, you're very welcome. We're going to get those round to you as quickly as we can. Um, and the invitation is to write on the post-it note a gift, something for which you're thankful for this year. Now, that might be a material gift. It might be a person It might be a relationship. It might be a gift or a talent you have and you've been able to use, or even that you'd like to use. But what do you bring to Christmas this year? And when you've got your post-it note and you've written on it what what you think you're thankful for, if you want to come to the front, and just in front of the manger, we're going to place our post-it notes on the stage here.
And so we come to our final wrapped gift. We, we've thought about the shepherds, we've thought about the soldiers. We, we shared what we bring. Uh, and now I wonder what's in this final gift. It's not in a box as neatly as the others. So I wonder if we should find out. Yes, in the check shirt. Do you want to come up? Hello. What's your name? Bryn. Bryn. Do you want to open that for me, Bryn? It's a box. Oh, there is a box in there, is there? Okay. Okay. Do you want to carefully open it and take out what's inside? I wonder what this is. Should we open wrap? you think that could be Bryn? You think that could be the baby Jesus? I think you're right. I think this is the baby Jesus. Thank you, Bryn. Go back to your seat. That's great. And in that final gift was this figure of the baby Jesus, who um, you probably can't see from the back, but, um, but here this is from our crib scene at home. And for everything that we can bring... For every gift that we have, there's a gift that God gives us which is far greater than anything we could ever bring to him. And that's the ultimate story we're gathered here to celebrate, that at Christmas, God himself chose to come and live amongst us. And it started off with new life in the form of a baby. But as the baby grew, Jesus experienced the, the heartache, the joys, um, the relationship issues, um, the struggles of life that you and I um, face too. And the greatest gift that, that God has given us is that he sent his son Jesus to share our human experience so that when we pray, we're not praying to a God who's up there and we're down here and God doesn't understand what's going on in our lives, but actually Jesus came amongst us and he knew what it was to have friends and he knew what it was to have family. He knew what it was to be, uh, be betrayed and suffer rejection. And he knew what it was to have fun and party as well. So the greatest gift we celebrate <coughs> at this time of year is the gift of Jesus at Christmas. So I'm just going to put that with the post-it notes at the front. 